Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of MTAS Radio, where our purpose is to encourage members of the black community to think about our role and responsibility to ourselves, families, and the community at large. We believe that choices that people make are a direct result of information that we take in or lack thereof. That's why we want to continue to empower you with information and conversations like the one you'll hear today that will make you think and ultimately lead to change where change is necessary. I want to invite you to continue to um, to join us on these thought-provoking conversations by listening in to these conversations by calling 718-508-9533. Again, that's 718-508-9533. You can also like us on Facebook, Maria Dinosaurd, find us on Facebook, or visit us online, www.m-tas.org. Again, that's www.m-tas.org. And as always, I certainly appreciate you guys for tuning in to us each and every Sunday at 5.30 to join us um, as we talk about various um, subject matters that's pertinent to um, our community and um, society in general. Um, Again, you can um, reach us at www.m-tas.org and uh, as always I look forward to joining you each and every Sunday and um, I'm just sharing with you some of the ideas and um, things that I'm paying attention to out here uh, on a week to week basis. I also look forward to you sharing with me some of the things that you folks um, 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 that comes to mind as it relates to as you continue your week and things that catch your attention. I always look forward to getting emails uh, or you guys visiting us on uh, on our Facebook page and sharing with us some of your views and some of the ideas that um, you're running across out there. So, again, each and every Sunday you can tune in by um, calling in and listen, again, at 718-508-9533 or, uh, or liking us on Facebook, Maria Dennis Sword. Um, again, uh, today we're going to have a very um, interesting conversation um, or discussion, whether dealing with um, life insurance and the importance of it, given that this month is life Life Insurance Awareness Month. Generally, I save these type of conversations for the end of the month, but given that this month has been designated as Life Insurance Awareness Month throughout the uh, throughout the nation and throughout the industry, I certainly want to begin this month um, and the first Sunday of the month by having this particular uh, important conversation with you. But before we get off into today's conversation, last week it looks like uh, there was a commemoration um, of the 50th year anniversary uh, of the march on Washington and uh, many people assembled themselves and uh, for that commemoration. And uh, I didn't get a chance to attend, but from what I saw in terms of the footage, it looks like it was a great time. And um, although it was a time to celebrate and actually 
consider how far we've come as a nation by way of opportunities and things of that sort. It also uh, was quite a challenge. Uh, many of the speakers challenged us as uh, as a nation and as a community to continue the struggle for freedom, justice, and equality for all Americans. But uh, although, again, it was a, a great time to celebrate and look back uh, from whence we came, if you will, um, we certainly can't make light of some of the challenges that we face as a, we continue to face as a country uh, <clears throat> relative to um, issues of equality, uh, um, gender, um, gender equality, and things of that sort. So uh, certainly we can't ignore some of those challenges, but we also have to look and see how far we have come as a nation. In fact, I was just reading um, in a magazine earlier today how uh, Magic Johnson, the Magic Man, you know you know him, the Magic Man, how um, he had, he's the only African-American in the country with a substantial ownership stake in a major league baseball franchise. Um, so you know, you and I both know 50 years ago that would not have been possible. So as we began to talk about some of the challenges that we're still confronted with as a nation, we certainly have to keep in mind from whence we've come and um, some of the accomplishments that many of us are out there making and continue to make. Again, we're uh, we're at a point of time in our history where we see the first African-American sitting in a seat of power, that of um, the President of the United States of America, and um, that none other than uh, Barack Obama. So certainly as a country, we've made tremendous strides uh, by way of tolerance and how um, and how we view all Americans. So that's certainly that that's certainly something to commemorate, and that's what took place um, this past coming week. Again, um, two Sundays ago, we completed our discussion of Napoleon Hill's Outwitting the Devil. It was a great discussion, so if you did not join us for our book read about winning the devil just tune in next week we're going to announce our, our our next book so we certainly encourage you to join us as we continue to read thought-provoking materials again information and material that you can use provide um to to actually ensure greater growth and development in your respective families and your respective communities so certainly uh if you did not join us on that particular book read you can go back and visit us um on our website and listen to part 1 part 2 and part 3 of that particular book discussion in fact it's roughly about 3 hours of conversation but you don't have to take it all in one sitting Again, there's a part one, part two, and part three. And if that's not enough to whet your appetite, certainly run out and grab you a copy of that book. Again, I was outwitting the devil, Napoleon Hill, Secrets to Freedom and Success. So you definitely want to do that. Um, you won't be disappointed. Trust me on that. You won't be disappointed. But today, again, this month is Life Insurance Awareness Month throughout the nation, and hopefully I will not be the only voice or the only member of the community and professional of my of my sort that will um, actually engage you in discussion relative to um, the importance of life insurance and why all of us should be thinking about it um, in terms of protecting our family and ensuring that our family has uh, um, the financial security and protection that they deserve. So I want to begin today's um, talk by making this particular statement here. The unexpected does occur, but not living forever should not be thought of as the unexpected. I'll try that one more time. The unexpected does occur, 
but not living forever should not be thought of as the unexpected. What do I mean by that statement? I know many of you are out there wondering, what do I mean by that statement? What are some of the things that you have experienced that you never would have imagined would have occurred? I want you to just think about that for a moment. What are some of the things that you have experienced that you never would have imagined would have occurred? Maybe you've had the unexpected experience of misplacing or having money stolen from you, being rear-ended while driving, having employment terminated, or experiencing the loss of property or the loss of life due to a fire. Maybe you know someone who's experienced that. In fact, it was just recently reported that the state of Illinois has the second highest unemployment rate in the country. That's right. The state of Illinois has the second highest unemployment rate in the country, that of 9.2%. Even after hearing these numbers, many will continue to live as if downturn in economies does not exist. And the employment that we have today will be there tomorrow, not considering that loss of employment can occur. And the best way to cushion such a blow or better handle these moments is to consider the possibility of its occurrence and being prepared to deal with it. Have you noticed what is currently being suggested by many financial planners out there? in regards to what we should save for emergency funds. I remember a time when most offered three to three to six months of income as being sufficient. Now we're hearing six to 12 months, and some have made the argument as to why 12 months of income might not be enough, given the extended period that many have experienced relative to unemployment. What does this information tell us, some might ask? When we consider the functioning of our economy and its effect on our lives and decision-making, what can we expect? Well, based on our individual experiences or observing the experiences of others during times of weak economies, our chances of experiencing loss of employment or extended unemployment is higher during these times. Similar outcomes should be expected when we look at the relationship of eating habits leading to poor health. Consider another example of things we've learned to expect based upon knowledge acquired through personal experiences or the experiences of others. Driving at excessive speed during a time of unsafe road conditions come to mind due to rain or snow. If we find ourselves behaving this way under these road conditions, we can reasonably expect a cause as a result of such incident, an accident, and possibly put our life at risk and the lives of others. Last month, we talked about contingency thinking and contingency planning. The importance of thinking ahead, planning for the unexpected, 
and preparing for the inevitable. How all effective businesses and families through contingency planning seek to minimize their losses resulting from foreseeable risks that cannot be avoided and therefore should not be ignored. Here's the point. There are some things in life that, based upon our past observances and experiences, should not take us by surprise. As in the case of a weak economy and effects that a weak economy have on jobs, unemployment, and changes in spending habits, poor eating habits, and its overall effect on health. These are just a few things we have learned by observing the cause and effect relationship relative to the economy and eating habits on individual physical health. Recently, we completed our discussion of Napoleon Hill's Outwitting the Devil. The very last principle that was given for successful living was the principle of exercising caution. Why should one exercise caution? Why is exercising caution important? Three, three, three things come to mind when I think about why we should exercise caution. First thing that comes to mind is risk. Second thing, hazards. And thirdly, opportunity costs. Allow me to define what I mean by opportunity costs. Opportunity cost makes clear for us the relationship between limited resources, all of us have them, limited resources, limited time, money, and also limited talent, and our choices in using them. Another way of understanding opportunity cost is the value of the next best alternative. I'll try that again. Another way of understanding opportunity cost is the value of the next best alternative. The choice of seeing a movie versus studying for an important exam. Or the choice of buying and purchasing life insurance versus purchasing those movie tickets. This idea suggests that by making a decision in any area or direction has a cost or trade-off. In order to gain A, we must give up B. But by giving up B, we gain A. The opportunity cost in this case is the value of what we did not choose, which is B. Part of the reason it is suggested that we exercise caution or understand this principle of exercising caution is because of these costs and trade-offs that is embedded in our daily decision-making. Do you remember when LeBron James decided that he wanted an opportunity to play for a team that he felt would improve his chances of winning an NBA championship? What did he give up in order to play with Miami? Opportunity costs. Well, for starters, he left his hometown of Cleveland and a city of adoring fans. He also he also gave up the opportunity of bringing this sought-after championship to Cleveland by deciding to leave. Many felt that he put at risk his reputation as a player 
and character as a human being by not remaining loyal to the city and the Cavaliers' adoring fans. In fact, if you can remember, Cleveland Cavaliers owner Dan Gilbert went as far as to say of LeBron's decision, and I quote, The shocking act of disloyalty from our homegrown chosen one sends the exact opposite lesson of what we will want our children to learn and who we will want them to grow up to be. I personally guarantee that the Cleveland Cavaliers will win an NBA championship before the self-titled former King wins one. We all know what happened. Two championship rings later by LeBron James with Miami Heat. Dan Gilbert had to eat his words. Certainly all could understand the anger and frustration felt by the Cleveland franchise. Losing LeBron. Although this decision made by LeBron did not cost him a championship, he certainly had to endure a great deal of criticism over his decision. You see, everything costs us something. Oftentimes, our decision costs us time, money, and sometimes relationships. When we live by the principle of exercising caution, planning for the unexpected, and being prepared for the unavoidable, we account for the possibility of poor health due to poor eating habits, loss of employment due to changes in market conditions, and the untimely loss of a loved one due to an accident or mature age. Exercising caution considers risks, hazards, and opportunity costs. Given that we have taken the time to consider the possibilities of the unexpected and avoidable occurring, we simply devise a plan to effectively minimize the cost of loss and avoid loss wherever possible. Our plans also allow us to make the best choices in the fulfillment of our purpose and mission when effectively thought out. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to consider for this moment, what am I putting at risk every day? I want to try that again. I want you to take the time to consider, what do I put at risk every day? What about my legacy? and my reputation as a person? What am I passing on to my children, family, and community? Will I leave them with the benefit of my sound decision-making in the area of financial readiness and insurance protection? Or will, will their only financial protection be the result of their own labor and sacrifice? Will your family experience the material comfort of having the resources necessary to pay for housing, food, and education? Well, truth be told, this is exactly what we risk when we do not own life insurance or do not own enough. We spoke about LeBron James, how he put his name on the line. He risked the criticism and ignored the possibility of failing. 
for a chance to fulfill his dream. Guess what? He made it work. He did it. Not once, but twice. It is this type of mindset and attitude that change is built upon. It begins with desire, passion, and hope. But what about you and I? We know the story of LeBron, how he made a reality, his desire, passion, hope, and dream. What hopes and desires do you have for yourself, your children, family, and community? Have we accepted that if our hopes and dreams does not include our family's financial safety, our dreams will not offer our children the peace, comfort, and financial security that many of us desire to provide and pass on to them as an inheritance, but rather a life of financial struggle, discomfort, and insecurity. What choices and sacrifices are we willing to make to guarantee our family's financial health and safety? When you leave for work in the morning or when you retire for bed at night, can you honestly say, I have done everything in my power to protect my family? Let's try that again. When you leave for work in the morning or when you retire for bed at night, can you honestly say, I have done everything in my power to protect my family. If I should not be afforded the opportunity to continue to travel life's road with them, they will not suffer the unnecessary stress of homelessness, hunger, or paying burial expenses because I love them enough to be prepared. I love them enough to think about their future and pass on to them the fruits of my labor. Are we willing to make that choice that will guarantee the financial health and safety of our families and communities? Did you know that one in three households in America carries no life insurance at all? There are 77.8 million baby boomers in the U.S. today. Those are people between the ages of 44 to 40, 44 to 62. More than 24% of the men of this generation does not own life insurance. And over 30% of the women of this generation does not own life insurance. Generation X and Y. Generation X, those born between 1965 and 1980. And Gen Y, born between 1981 and 1995, represents more than 126 million Americans, that's a lot of folks, represent 126 million Americans. Only 41% of Gen X own individual life insurance. 
while 22% of the adults of Gen Y do. Those are some really astounding statistics there. Only 41% of Gen X own individual life insurance, while only 22% of adults of Gen Y do. And what's meant by owning individual life insurance are those individuals who own their policies outside of their employer. That's what we mean by ownership of individual life insurance, policies that you control, policies that when you leave your job or if your job leaves you, you still have the benefit and the comfort and security knowing that your family will be protected because you own and control that policy, not your employer. So if you are among the 33 million American households that are living without protection that life insurance guarantees, I want you to visit me online at www.m-tas.org. Again, that's www.m-tas.org. Click on the resource tab to become better informed about protecting your family and their future. You can also call me direct, ask for John Green at 773-881-9555. Again, that's 773-881-9555. Again, certainly visit us online. Again, I'll give you that website again. That's www.m-tas.org. Visit the resource tab. You'll get some very important information about protecting your family. You'll get some very important information about the various products that's available to you and your family by way of life insurance. You'll learn about the difference between term life insurance, the difference between permanent protection, and what we mean by those two different concepts. Most of the times, if you see often on television, we're talking term insurance, and uh, many times um, the folks on the other line, they might not give you the, the much-needed education that you deserve and that your family deserve to properly protect your family and properly ensure that you're doing an adequate job of protecting your valuable assets. So it's very important that you talk with professionals such as myself to get the uh, much-needed information relative to whether or not term insurance is the right product for you or whether or not you should be thinking more permanently. Most of the times I tell people all the time um, that there are some needs that you have needs and concerns that are of a temporary nature, maybe a mortgage and 20 years, 30 years, or 15 years, you hope to have that mortgage paid off. So that $200,000 or $300,000 mortgage that you might be carrying um, at, uh, at some younger years, a term policy might be sufficient. But what, but what happens once that particular coverage expires? Is your, is your family protected? Are you exposed? So, again, when you visit us online and you go to the resource tab, you'll get some much-needed information about the differences between term protection and permanent protection. And I strongly suggest that you call me direct 
at 773-881-9555 so I can coach you along that process and we can determine for you and make that decision as to what's best for you and your family. Everybody's situation is different. My my life insurance portfolio will not look the same as yours. We have different dreams. We have different goals. We have different desires. And we all have um, um, different assets that we're trying to protect. I uh, I read recently this week of a, of a gentleman who uh, was experiencing a terminal illness, and um, at that particular point, he ran across. Uh, well, he was faced with he he was faced with what we're all faced with. That's the un, un, unavoidable, right? Life itself, um, the D word, the word that we don't like to talk much about, but we have to always consider it and we have to deal with it. That's the reason why I kind of titled this discussion, The Unexpected Does Occur, But Not Living Forever Should Not Be Thought Of as the Unexpected. And in this gentleman's case, what he found is that um, in his family, prior to him actually even experiencing a terminal illness, he found that um, um, his stepmother actually had passed. And no one in the family had any idea where the policies were that she owned or whether or not she had coverage through the employer, so everyone was kind of running around um, like a chicken with their head cut off trying to make the final arrangement, trying to make the final decision to close out her estate. These are not the type of situation that we want to put ourselves in. We want to make sure that uh, we let our families know whether or not we own life insurance, who to call in the case of um, our untimely demise. Uh, we want to make sure our, our families are properly protected and properly prepared to make the um, right choice and make the right decision. Again, visit me online, www.m-tas.org, Mighty Adena Sword. Call my office direct, 773 Eight one nine five five five. I look forward to speaking with you. I look forward to um, consulting with you and coaching you along this most um, important, uh, you know, co- coaching along this most important process. This is something that you should not embark upon on your own. This is not something that you should engage in by yourself. Certainly um, consult a professional um, about this. This is something that's important. This is something that your family needs. Your family's financial protection, your family's financial security is very important. Um, So I want to end today's conversation by reminding you that MTAS is an organization that encourages reading and collective efforts towards intellectual enrichment. We believe that there's two types of people, people who don't know and people who don't care. It is our role over here at MTAS to make sure that you are aware and are prepared to take the necessary action towards change. We believe that the community that we live in is the community that we create. The families that we'll have in the future are the families that we're so actively and diligently creating today and the families that we're so actively and and diligently trying to protect today. Again, this month is Life Insurance Awareness Month, and a great opportunity to give you and your family an opportunity to uh, revisit whether or not you have adequate protection, the proper protection, or just Perhaps update your beneficiary information, whatever it may be. 
This month is a great opportunity for you and your family to sit down and make sure that you have adequate protection. It's a great opportunity to sit down to make sure that you have the right protection. Again, visit us online. Get that information. Find out whether or not you're adequately prepared. The unexpected does occur, but not living forever should not be thought of as the unexpected. So make sure you are prepared. Make sure you're doing the right thing relative to your family. Get prepared today, and we will see you back next Sunday, 530, as we introduce um, our next book read. I kind of have an idea of where we want to go with our book discussion, but I'll leave it up to you to tune in to us next week. Again, you can join the conversation each and every Sunday at 530 by dialing in to 718-508-9533. Again, that's 718-508-9533. Look forward to continuing to speak with you as our lives continue to unfold. www.m-tes.org. We'll see you back next week. Take care of yourself. 